0: for premium coffee with real
1: impact. And as always, that link is in the show notes. Happy coffee drinking, sisters. And let's just all agree that girls run the world. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related.
0: I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as
1: we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? sisters? Hello, welcome back to OK sis. Hi, sisters. How are you? How are you doing? You can
0: just respond. respond back in your car. Yeah,
1: where we'll, we'll it'll catch our ears eventually. Yeah, exactly. Um, for those that don't know if this is your first episode, I am Scout. I am Mods, and we are the sisters behind OKSIS OK podcast. This is true.
0: Um, also, since you just woke up, your vocal fries in uh, full force. Great.
1: Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. sorry, I just woke listeners. up. I haven't even had full full coffee yet, and here I am podcasting. Oh, I can't believe you're alive. I am alive. I am proud here. Of you. I am ready. I am willing. <laughs>
0: Dear God, is, it, or is
1: that your mantra? And that's my mantra for today.
0: Fabulous. Um, okay, let's get into it. So, I did want to talk about this really cool article that I read on the fullest. Which, if you guys aren't familiar, it's a really cool pu- online publication. They also produce. Um, Podcasts that are really inspiring And they had This article called The Evolution Of Influence Kind of talks about how social media Influencers have erupted and disrupted our lives (laughs) essentially Mm. um but i really thought this was interesting they say the word influence thrown around often in our society was originally used to describe a celestial fluid that flowing from the stars would make its way to earth and affect human decisions what that sounds very woo woo. well it's that's what it was intended that, that was the actual definition of influence? Yeah, a celestial fluid that comes to Earth and it manipulates our human decision Wait, making. is this like
1: a real thing? I don't know. It sounds like it's made up. I don't think so.
0: This is, I mean, it's just the evolution of the word. Interesting. Yeah. But anyways, they go into, um, you know, w- what we're experiencing today with um, the influence landscape on uh, social media. But they say, behind generic message messages of positivity and abstract references to, quote-unquote, the hustle... uh Listen to our previous podcast um, They promote a warped m- perspective Of the American dream, financial stability And reality, of course we all know That Instagram is glamorized, styled, and photoshopped But we still chase it, we still Yearn for it, yeah, 100% It's this, t- it's this tug and Tug and pull? Tug of war? Tug tug war? I don't know, tug and pull? We, always pull and pull? We, we do tug not and Know
1: pull. phrases, <laughs> let's just Put that out there real quick, out on a limb
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, I looked it up It's out on a whim, um, oh. no it's
1: Limb I think <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) We are the worst. We try to use all of these phrases, and it never works. Okay, so influence has a very specific place in my life Mm. because I really do actually keep up with a good amount of bloggers. I have, like, my core five or whatever that I keep up with.
0: Yeah, you're really into that.
1: Yeah, I'm really into bloggers, but they never give me, like, for example, our guest today is Lauren Everett Spostix from The Skinny Confidential. I mean... Can we just take a moment of silence? Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. Uh, We can just end the podcast now. I know, right? That we've had her on. Um, She never gives me a sense of envy or jealousy or like.
0: Yeah, there's certain bloggers that are that have really been. All she does is
1: inspire me because she provides so much value that I take away so much from her content. Well, she
0: invests immensely in her community, which I think is. I mean, essential if you want to make it as an influencer today because you need to, you, it's 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 no longer sexy to be, like, removed from your community and exactly, from your followers. Exactly. Like, you need to be in there in the trenches and understanding them and being their friend. Yeah. And that's what she does well.
1: Yeah, she does it amazingly. Mm-hmm. So, I think the influence is a very interesting, um, uh, not relationship, but. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a word
0: that's infiltrated all of our lives at this current moment and we're we just have to understand what what our relationship is to it, and, and also
1: it should be known if someone has a negative influence over your life, unfollow, unfollow that shit. You have a right to consume the content that you want to consume, that you need to consume. Yeah, that's anything what we say all else the that time. isn't serving you, just don't mm-hmm. look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good thing the Skinny Confidential serves me all the time. Yes, she does serve you. She has changed your life. She has changed my life. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay, so let's do the word of the week. Okay. The word of the week is chaka block, which is hilarious. Ooh. What a word. Chaka block. And it means it's an adjective and it means brought close together or very full. So maybe my, my heart. heart is chaka block, very full. Very full.
0: Can you be like full from a Thai food? Excursion my stomach like is last night. chocolate block. My stomach is constantly chocolate block. <laughs> I don't think that's the right way. I don't think that's think the, the right I think it's more so it. in a loving and like tenderly
1: here aspect. The one square mile borough is choco block with shops, restaurants, small oh. businesses, and a bustling downtown. Okay, for
0: sure. I just ate a Thai food meal and my stomach is chocolate block.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's at capacity. It is at capacity. That's so great. I thought this is such a good word. It's so fun to say too. Chalk a block.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Remember when you like? oh, God, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up because I'm not gonna be able to remember the word when that you I when no 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 the word where you thought the sentence oh it was jaunty
1: yes oh my god I'm like okay, obsessed well, with that
0: word actually then that that was effective that you thought it was funny because now you remembered the word. I'm on a jaunty stroll. It was the weirdest thing. You thought I
1: was,
0: you thought I was crazy for not thinking that was funny. I know. I I thought that was really
1: funny. It was.
0: I just don't understand your humor. I'm very perplexed by it.
1: Okay. Well, you don't need to get my humor. It's okay. Oh my god, that
0: was just so funny. You were. You were cracking
1: up, and I was like. I'm missing something. <laughs> yeah, you're missing something. <laughs> also, I want to point out that we're super cute. We're matching in our says sweatshirts right now recording this. I know. Guys, if you want some OKSIS sweatshirts, mm-hmm. hit us up. Uh, hit us up. They're super cute. We cropped them, of course.
0: Yeah. I'm like a cropped queen. I cannot do You really anything are a cropped queen. No. I'm not really such a cropped queen. It's just my body just... Morphs into cropness. That's what it has that's to. That's what it does. Yeah, that's what it. It just has to do it. Oh, okay. Mine's cropped pants, cropped sweatshirts. Oh, I love cropped pants. All cropped. I loved they're my everything, pants cropped. Everything is g- is getting cropped. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Okay, well, should we get into the episode? Oh, yeah. So we, as we mentioned, interview Lauren Everett's Bostic. She is even more beautiful in person. The highlight was just, like, on On point. point. And now I think I can finally say I understand what highlight looks like. I know. She she put it in um, the crevice of her eyes. Yeah, and on the sides of her nose. Yeah, so like, really (sighs) pops. She's a glowy, glowy queen. Oh, what do we call her? Dewey princess. Dewey princess. That's what we have deemed her. Um, And she just spews out such wisdom, you know she's been in this game for eight years game now. For, yeah, for a long time. She's a major hustler. Yeah, so um, you know, take some notes. Take some notes, girls, ladies. Okay, sister, enjoy. enjoy. Lauren everts bostic is the creator behind the skinny confidential brand which is a blog book fitness plan and podcast Lauren has turned her passion for beauty wellness and no sensor advice into one of the most distinctive blogs online today additionally Lauren released her own book the skinny confidential lifestyle guide and a body guide which is an on uh, which is a monthly subscription service that includes new workouts and meal plans in partnership with her husband Michael Lauren hosts the cheeky entrepreneurial podcast the skinny confidential him and her which just hit 28 million downloads damn lauren works with top-tier brands while continuing to connect with their community on a daily basis without further ado
2: lauren Wow, what an intro. Well, I you. mean, what you're, a woman. You're quite the guest. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I wish that I had freshly manicured nails for you.
1: <laughs> <What a laughs> Don't worry, you and, me, you and me the same. <laughs> we love it all. We love you all. Okay, uh-huh. before we get into current fixations, I just have to confess that you are my all-time hero. Oh, thank
2: you. That's very, very nice. Oh my god, Scout? my friend
1: was crying because she's trying to build a personal brand and it was like really getting to her and I just started like spewing out all this business shit and she's like, where did you learn all that? I'm like, Lauren Everts from The Skinny Tell her not to
2: cry. Why is she crying? Because people
1: were judging her, and she was getting the backlash. I was like, y- it's going to happen. Keep going. Tell her
2: she's not for everyone. There's yeah. not one ice cream flavor that's for everyone. Yeah. Tell that. her to just keep, put herself, like, keep putting herself out there over and over that's and over. That's what I'm telling her. So I'm yeah. trying to push her to you do that. You can't let people, like, uh, here I go. You can't let people take you off your game. No, you can't.
0: It's so true, though. I feel, and I kind of struggle with that, too, is... Wanting to be something for everyone Which is just never going to happen It's never going to happen And and the earlier on you recognize that And really internalize it The better
1: Because you're going to find that niche I had a blog for a hot second And someone emailed me telling me That I was easily the most annoying person On the (laughs) internet I'm, like, really the most annoying person on
2: the internet. For someone to have the energy out of their day to email you and say that is...
0: Also an Atrocious. Like how did they even find your email? That is ridiculous.
2: Stunning. You almost have to take it as a compliment, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did. Yeah, you so like should. Like, you're
0: taking some precious time to really to really you. It. Name one down.
2: celebrity that's for everyone. Yeah, Name you're so one. Right. None. There's not one. There's not one. No. You're not going to be for everyone. Of course. Tell her to keep building her personal brand. I'm yeah. sure you already told her that.
1: <laughs> I tell her every day. She okay. always asks me if she should post something. I'm like, "Yes, keep going." Keep yeah. yeah. posting. Scout yeah.
0: stands you for sure. She every episode she's like, well, the
2: skinny confidential says to do this?" Yeah, you are you're <laughs> you are
1: my current fixation thank on you. think on episode 36.
2: Look well, at you. you know, knowing Shout out on episode numbers. 36. yeah That's right. That's right. Oh
1: no, 26. Sorry, 26. 26. 26. Oh 26. Yikes. Uh, Okay, okay. let's do current fixations. (laughs) You want to start? Of course, I want to start.
0: So, in lieu of Kylie Jenner's cover of Architectural Digest, I went onto their YouTube channel, and they have this segment called Open Door, and it is essentially MTV Cribs, but for sophisticated celebrities that actually have an interest and knowledge for interior design, and it is remarkable like I huh. I can't believe I never found this like they go through Mandy Moore's apartment which you would love it's all mid-century modern really? in the hills like to die for you need to look at this yes Ashley Tisdale's like charming little like bungalow house then they go into like Zed's 16 million dollar like modern mansion it is incredible they're like 10 minutes and you could watch for hours
1: that's Ooh. a really good yes. one that's a good one yes that I like is my it current fixation. I'm gonna do that tonight amazing I love that um, okay my current fixation which um, Mads you share with me amazing is the keto diet Mads and I are on keto right now it has been about a week and a half I haven't stepped on the scale yet because I'm like afraid that I didn't lose any weight but I feel a lot better and my genes are a little bit looser so I'm hoping that something's working yeah because I'm really not eating carbs <laughs> I
0: know well something better be fucking working. something better be fucking working on this yeah
1: yeah, is um, it hard the keto diet? It's not that bad. It's just it's just protein and veggies.
0: The fat. only time it's hard is when you're hungover.
2: Jenna Jaminson lost a lot of weight on the keto diet. Everybody loses I like hear. forty Okay, but pounds. here's what I heard about this diet, okay. and you guys can tell me if this is true. I heard your breath smells. And I'm not saying your breath smells, but I'm saying I heard your breath smells. I have not noticed that. But you you don't notice it. Other people notice it. Oh. I I swear to God I'm not just saying. We'll ask our our significant significant others. others. Yeah. Breathe all over them. (laughs) And eat mint if they say your breath smells, but also I heard that it's, you lose a bunch of weight, but then like, oh, here's my thing about losing a bunch of weight. What do you do when you maintain it? You just well, keep eating like that? Right.
1: I'm kind of doing it as like, it's, I'm going to kind of make it a lifestyle choice. And is
2: it hard to do it as a lifestyle choice?
1: I don't you find know. it. I find it only difficult when I'm coming up here in LA and I'm not at my house where I can kind of grocery shop and have a whole routine down. Yeah, so I love lit- being
2: having my whole routine down. Yeah, it's yeah. M-
1: it's hard when I travel.
0: Like I didn't. I don't really eat that many that 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 many
2: carbs. Oh, I eat so many carbs. I oh, okay. I, I,
1: I eat a lot of carbs. Oh, I don't. I mean, the only thing I would
0: eat is like quinoa. And, and that's, you, you like couscous? Oh, you're good. Oh, I love couscous. Oh, you're really good.
2: Yeah, and you like it. pizza?
0: Well, pizza's when I'm drunk. Which I, I go off keto when I'm drunk.
2: Yeah. That's it's a good idea. For me. It's, it's hard being a woman. <laughs> it is hard being a woman. And I have to play devil's advocate and ask 100 questions about every diet just because I'm suspicious of everything. Of course. But I saw Jenna Jamison and she looks fucking amazing.
1: People, people are like it. losing weight left and right on yeah. this thing. I
2: have seen a lot of people lose weight. Yeah. Can't deny that. Yeah. I mean, I can't decide would I rather have bad breath or like be like super skinny. I don't know. I think I'd rather be super skinny. Yeah, it's a hard thing. You know, Michael would just have to, like, live with it. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. can live with he it. Live with it's kind of like BO. Yeah. yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> fine. Um, okay. My current fixation. Can I name three really quickly? Yeah, Absolutely go for it. it. The first one is um, a silicone bagel mold. Wh- what is that? What? <laughs> I learned to make bagels out of no flour. What? Yeah. The recipe is on my Instagram story right now. I put it under the body highlight if this comes out, obviously, later. Yeah. Um. And it's, it's like no flour bagels, like so low carb, tons of fiber. It's like, um, inulin, which is an artichoke root. Okay. We need Mm. to talk about inulin. We'll talk about inulin. Um, and then it's a little bit of potato starch, which, which sounds kind of scary, but it's not, it's not a lot of carb. And then it's, it's just like Greek yogurt, which is a probiotic. I got mine at the farmer's market. Um, I can't remember everything off the. Wait, and this
0: becomes a bagel? It
2: becomes a everything bagel. Michael oh had it last night. He ate three. And I'm telling you, it's so good. That's amazing. So get a bagel mold because you need to make bagels. Um, Great. And then Done. another one is probably this lip mask, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but I can't stop using it. It's like called Ling...
0: Is it La John's? Or, no, no, no. La- it's
2: L-A-N-G-I-E. I think Long, uh, yeah. Long-y? It's the best. Everyone should get it. And I'm wearing it as lip gloss instead of a lip mask at night.
0: Okay, we, huh. can you can you tell me what the difference is between a lip mask and just a lip balm? Like why it would... It's different. Okay. I it didn't
2: it's, even know it you needed It stays on mask. your lips. Well, everyone does okay. all this skincare for their face and their neck and their hands, but your lips get if you look at like an old person, I always do this. <laughs> this is fucked up. If you look at an old person and you see their lips, you you notice wrinkles on their lips. Am I right? Or am oh, I crazy? you're right. Yeah. No, you're right. And so I, I'm like, I want hydrated lips. So that's a lip mask. And I thought I'd get this lip mask and just use it at night. But now I'm using it as a lip gloss. I don't have it on right now. But in general, I have it on. Um, so that, got to get that. And then the other thing, I just talked about this on my new account in The Skinny was like, is these heart cover, you know, earbuds. Yeah. yeah. You know, earbuds. You yeah. guys know what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, they come in like a case. Okay, and I found like this heart case that said, covers like them. AirPods. Yeah, case. Okay, am I saying that wrong? Yeah, <laughs> AirPods. <laughs> I can't pronounce a lot <laughs> of stuff. Um, the, the air AirPod case, and it's like a heart. Oh, that's and very cute. cute. Nice. That's not really functional. It's just cute. I that, love that. that we're, we're, that's big a air, we're big
1: AirPod people. Oh, I yeah, forgot mine huge. this week and I feel naked. You,
2: they're easy to lose, though. I lose everything. Ooh, yeah. Well, that's Adam tricky. sleeps
1: in them. So do you know the amount of times we have to take all of the covers off of the bed to find his AirPods?
2: Adam, that's really bad for you. I'm going to send you an uh, uh, article on radiation. Oh, there oh. we go. Yikes. Adam. Adam. Yeah, he sleeps with them. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> I'm not kidding. He sleeps with his AirPods. Michael sleeps with his noise-canceling headphones. I'm like, no. Oh, my God. If, if a cell phone's near my dog and like get that radiation away from my dog. Oh my, God. oh my God, that's amazing. Can't do the radiation, you know? You're so cute.
0: <laughs> Can't do the radiation. Oh okay, okay, we need, we need to, I get already ACU. have like so many questions, but yeah. we, we need to step it back. So let's start from the beginning. How did the skinny confidential formulate? Where did this idea come from?
2: It started, I was at San Diego State, and I feel like I tell this story all the time. So sorry if it's repetitive, but. Um, I was bartending, teaching Pilates and pure bar, going to school full time and just uh, not inspired at all, completely bored, wanted more. And I, I looked around and I was like, this is what this is what I'm supposed to be doing, though. What is what's wrong with me, basically? And I realized that I want that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and sort of create my own job. And so I started to think of what there was a need for. And I think that's a really good place to start. If you're a blogger or a creator or a podcaster, what is there a need for not copying someone else's formula, not doing it someone the way someone else has done it, but what, what, where is their white space? And so for me, I saw these sororities that are charging $800 for a semester for you to be a part of a community. And I just thought that was crazy. I mean, I don't know. I, I still think it's crazy. It's, you have to okay, pay eight hundred dollars
0: when no, you're in I'm college. No, I'm very anti-hot sack, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." And no,
2: more power to people that want to do it, but uh, for me, I was putting myself through college, paying for all my yeah. own stuff, struggling to keep afloat, and then I had to pay eight hundred dollars to be a part of a community. So I was like, "Fuck this! How can I do this for free online and do it globally?" Um, and so the idea came about in 2010 and I launched it in 2011 and kind of never looked back. It's, I think it's eight years later. That's amazing. It's But it's every single day, rinse and repeat. You guys know it's um, something that I constantly am working on seven days a week. Um, wouldn't trade it for the world. I love every second. But mm-hmm. um, it's creating your own job has a lot of interesting peaks, ebbs and flows. Absolutely. <laughs> so... You've talked a
1: lot about, since you've been doing this for about eight years, you've talked a lot about how the fact that you didn't make a dime off your blog for years. In today's landscape, monetization is a really hot word, and bloggers getting into the sphere are really looking to monetize on their blog ASAP. What would you tell people trying to monetize their blog too early in the game?
2: First of all, ASAP is because everything is... Is ASAP. If you send someone an email, they want a response right away. If you send someone a text message, they want a response right away. I, I don't play like that. And people get mad at me sometimes. It takes me a minute to respond. It takes me, if you're going to text me, like you can't just drop everything you're doing for someone else's to do list. And I think that everyone that wants money ASAP, like that's for me, that's never how anything in my life has been. Even when I was bartending, I didn't just build a following in bartending right away. It took, you know, meeting people and being introduced to their friends and growing sort of a following at the bar that I had. You don't just, you know, walk in, put up a couple images and, and, and make money. That's not how it's worked for me. For people that it has worked for like that, that's amazing. And and I, I mean, I've never seen that firsthand if I've, I've seen people go viral, but it's kind of like astronaut syndrome. They say when an astronaut goes to the moon, they come back to Earth and they become really depressed because once you've gone to the moon, what more is there? So with some of these bloggers that have grown, you know, a million overnight, it's like the growth like that almost ends up hindering them because they haven't grown slowly and exponentially and strategically for me like it's almost better to grow slow and lay the bricks. It's it's like the three little pigs. Totally. That story is so relevant in my opinion for influencers today. It's like you want to build your house of bricks. You don't want a house of straw. What was the other house? It was like straw and what else? It was something else. Sticks? Sticks, <laughs> straw, I don't know. <laughs> You don't want that house of cards. You're, if, you, if you're going to build a house of bricks, it takes time to lay the bricks. So just to come back to your question, if you're a creator, I wouldn't even think about monetizing for at least two years. And people are like, yeah, but I'm, I'm working so hard on it. I would tell them to go get a bartending job, go get a cocktailing job, um, go teach fitness, g- get creative. There's 24 hours in the day. There's so many ways you can get creative. If you sleep eight, which is a lot, I think, and you, you know, go to school and work and you're working nine to five, you still have hours to do your side hustle. I I don't buy the I don't have time thing. Uh, I you know agree. I made it work with a full time job. I And granted, I didn't have kids, but I still think looking back, if I had kids, I would find a way because I really believe that if you want something to happen, you figure it out. And if you don't want it to happen bad enough, then you don't.
1: It's so true. That's so true. You know,
2: So, you know,
0: you've been building this for eight years, and I mean, it's changed so much the evolution of influencer and influencer brand relations, and you've really been a witness to that change. What has been the biggest challenge within that or observation that you've had of how maybe in the past even couple years, I think it's been monumentally evolutionized
2: Yeah, I think that you just, you can't give the evolution too much energy. Like you can't be like, oh, the algorithm's changing or everything's on this platform or you need to do your newsletter or like whatever it is, the evolution, you can't give it too much energy. You just have to pivot and you have to go with it. Everything's changing every single day. Everything is so ASAP that you have to be really malleable. You have to be able to go in any direction and things are going to change and you can't get attached to one medium. So for instance, when I, you know, I'm writing on a blog seven days a week all the time and then I'm seeing things are going to audio and I'm seeing that people are putting a lot of time and effort into time, Uber, Postmates, all these different things. And so I started to think, okay, how can I save my audience time in a way on audio? And that's podcasting. So you, ha- you have to pay attention to where the attention's going and what the evolution is without giving it too much energy and letting it overwhelm you, if that makes sense.
0: So, you've been really vocal also about the buzzword saturation, which I really admire. You know, I never heard someone talk about it in the way that you do. You kind of, just summarize what you've said, but people don't enter a space because they believe it's too saturated and they don't believe there's space for them and you kind of have been vocal about saying no there's space for everyone and that shouldn't be an excuse for you to not enter the podcasting sphere the influencer sphere like if you're actually passionate and have a voice and have something to say there will be room can you talk about kind of why you feel that way and and all that
2: yeah, I think uh, saturation is an excuse. If people mm-hmm. are telling theirse- themselves, and that's that's hard, but it's true. It's an excuse. You're giving your, an, yourself an excuse of why not to start. Uh, that's my opinion. Obviously, we're all entitled to our opinions. I would say that's an excuse, and you need to get real with yourself. This industry hasn't even started. It hasn't even begun. I, I could name 8 million people that have gotten into an industry that was, quote, unquote, too saturated. That wouldn't be famous, well known today. I mean, just like an example of what I mean. That's like telling, um, you know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers not to get in. And I, I'm like so obsessed with them right now because I just read his book. he's oh, such book. a good book! Stick. I love I that book. I'm love obsessed book. with him. He's such a beautiful writer. He really is. Oh, I want him on the podcast, Anthony. <laughs> um, if that's like telling the Red Hot Chili Peppers, don't start a band. There's been too many bands. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: It's so true. This
2: industry is like one day old. What is what is everyone talking about? I don't I don't understand that. I think that anyone can come into this industry that has discipline, execution, a unique perspective, talent, drive, consistency. You know, there's so many different things that you sort of have to pull together. You just come in and you You know, you we haven't even seen, I think, the superstars of this industry. So it'll be interesting to see who is going to come in, not because it's too saturated, just come in and be like, here I am. We're going to see so many. I don't want to say celebrities because that's not the word, but Mm. well-known people as this industry evolves. I mean, in, in 30 years, in 40 years, it'll be crazy.
1: Yeah, and there will be a new meeting, I can't um, even imagine place. what yeah. the influencer space is going to be like in 30 years. You're so right that it hasn't even – it started five years ago. This is like the very early stages of this entire industry. It's so new. Yeah,
0: and I mean podcasting is even newer. Like that – and I, I fell victim to that mentality. I, you know, Scout asked me to do a podcast, and I'm a huge podcast aficionado and fan, and I was like – oh there's too many podcasts like what what do I have to give and I was like no you got so much to give girl uh, thank you (laughs) but I was like no we have a unique perspective as you said and I why can't I enter this space and like there should be room for everyone it doesn't make any sense
2: but I can't yeah. I can't with that. It's so saturated yeah. the conversation. Yeah. We we've, we've
0: banned it from the
2: from the pod. From the pod. Everyone should ban that word yeah. it's it's Okay. Boring.
1: Let's talk about another buzzword, authenticity. And Mads and I have talked about this on the podcast before. Mads believes it's more of a black or white, you're authentic or you're not. I kind of believe there's a little bit of a spectrum to it as one is figuring out their voice, especially when they're entering a new space and they don't quite know who they are yet. What is your opinion on authenticity and how do you remain authentic to the Skinny Confidential brand?
2: I think that you should be the person that you are in person. And what I mean by that, it's not, it sounds like what I'm saying is be authentic, but what I actually mean by that is that if you're shy in person, be shy online. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you're an oversharer naturally, be an oversharer online. You can be an influencer and be shy. You don't have to be some, you know, balls to the walls in your face type of person. You can be a Southern belle that's like, doesn't want to share her whole life, but wants to just share facets of it. For me, in, when you meet me in person, I'm going to talk about, you know, the UTI that I had yesterday. So like, yeah. that's how I am online. I think that whoever you are in person, the more you can let that come through the screen, That's what's authentic. It's not being this larger than life person and like, or trying to like um, really show every facet of your life. It's like, how are you when you're having happy hour with you? So a good example of someone is Julia from gal meets glam. Mm, She, she is um, her her way of blogging is that she, she shows you facets of her life, but she doesn't want to lay every single thing out there on the table And that's fine. I I like that about her. I'm attracted to that. I think she's an amazing blogger and she creates really beautiful images and she does a great job of that. And that's authentic to her. So I think you need to figure out like who you are as a person and then let that translate through the screen. That's authenticity to me. You know, it's not like trying to create this huge larger than life personality. It's just be who you are. I love that. Be who you are at happy hour. (laughs) <laughs> be who you are. Be, be <laughs> a drunk who
1: you are. <laughs> New tagline.
0: But it's so true. I mean, i talked about this before. You know, I love listening to podcasts where people are very intelligent and articulate. And I think that was what I was scared about going into the podcast because I wanted to be perceived a certain way. And I think in the very beginning, I clammed up a lot because I was trying to be this, like, like. <laughs> like scholar, I don't know, like this more scholarly version of myself. But then when I just let it settle and I was like, no, I, I can be silly as I am in real life and loud, but also have intellectual thoughts. Like it doesn't have to be one way and I can just be myself. And that, that took a little bit for me in the beginning.
1: Yeah, we talked about this where I don't even think twice about what I say. I don't yeah. think twice about I what I sound like. like so she much. prepares like but crazy. Let me, let me
2: tell you this. You had practice under your belt.
1: Yeah, I had a year of podcasting difference.
2: Yeah, and that's the difference that people don't understand is how do you become a podcaster? How do you become a blogger? You practice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's. I was skiing the other day, and I'm skiing down this huge fucking black diamond mountain that I can't do, and I started to kind of get the hang of it at the end, and I'm like, oh my god, this is how content creation is. It's just throwing yourself up on the mountain and practicing over and over and over and over until you can do it. There, I'm not surprised that you get on the mic now and you're comfortable. It's because you've done it way more than you have. And it, that'll change as you go on. It's really content creation is constantly putting yourself out there over and, over and over and over and over and over, and it becomes practice. It's It really is that simple with a couple other elements, but it's really important to keep that practice up. And it seems like there's... A, a pattern of people going
0: into the influencer space and not thinking they have to do that practice or that hard work. I feel like I see that a lot where people just are really traumatized or traumatized. They're hypnotized by the prettiness and the the beautiful photos and the free hotel rooms or whatever it is. And they don't understand that it's actually hard work. But
2: that's okay if okay. you. The, here and I'll tell you why. If you want that kind of um, space on the internet, yeah, like if you want the pretty pictures and you want to do the unboxing and the hauls, that's a thing, right? People sometimes like, like I saw a girl the other day open a Chanel purse on um Stor- a, a stories Stor- or yeah. like Instagram, and and there was like. 200 comments some people like that that's that's a niche Mm -hmm. maybe it's not you know your niche or my niche or your niche but it is a niche right maybe that's uh, there that's being authentic to them Mm -hmm. and maybe that's what they that's how they express themselves i think that there, like i said i think there's room for everyone and everyone might have a unique niche it sounds to me that your niche is more about providing valuable takeaways to your audience yeah But some people like to unwrap Chanel purses, and there is an audience of people that like that.
0: That is so true. So
2: if you're out there and you're listening and you want to unbox Louboutin,
1: <laughs> go unbox, unbox. girl. Mads, go unbox. Mads, Mads will never let us unbox. She's always, yeah. <laughs> she's always like, we will never get to a point where we unbox anything on our Instagram story. I was like, okay, I get yeah, it. I like, we go. got it. We are not talking into the. We do phone. that though. We do that though. Well, we do it as a silly. How could you? How do you sh- sh- film yourself without holding the phone? Like no, no, this? no. But we don't. I had a very strict rule of we're not
0: going to be the one that walk down the street and like we're going to pilates today and just like talk about literally what the contents of your day is i wanted it to be if we're going to film ourselves walking down the street it has to be our personality we have to be doing our witty banter that we do on the podcast that we do in real life like it's i would have never just walked down the street and tell her what i did like went to pilates like it's just that's what i want to put out into the world
2: and I
1: think our Instagram stories are the silliest things you oh, can they're find. Oh, ridiculous. they're ridiculous. I, I love it.
2: And that's, you guys want to entertain people, yeah. and, and that's, you know, your, like, prerogative, and the person that wants to unbox.
0: <laughs> the, unbox. My <laughs> thing
2: is, is, like, if you want to talk about sea monkeys, there's an audience for that. Yeah. It's, Every- it, find <laughs> a unique perspective. If it's I unboxing, love it. you do you. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let's talk about your podcast.
0: Um, the Him and Her podcast. I think first I want to talk about working with your husband
1: yeah that's a that's a big okay so adam came to me with a business idea and we got into a fight run over the the idea (laughs) and then in there i was like i will never go into business with my husband
0: tough it's tough What, what made you guys
2: decide to do that and go into that venture together i had jaw surgery four years ago and because i was so swollen i turned the camera on michael and a lot of the audience not all of it but a lot of it fell in love with him and I always like sort of hid him just because I'm the type of blogger that I, and this is how I am in person. It takes me a while to like really get to know someone and them to get to know me, even though I'm an overshare, very Gemini. So it, it, it took me a while to get comfortable enough with my audience to open up about every aspect of my life while I was simultaneously oversharing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like so complex, kind of, but not really. Um, so Michael uh, w- w- just saw that there was all these questions coming in for him. And I saw it and I thought, you know, how can we implement him into the blog that makes sense? And, you know, he's more of a talker than a writer. So, you know, we were drunk off margaritas in Cabo, and he's like, let's launch a podcast. And we just went I'm full sensing, steam ahead. I'm sounds, sounds a sounds how so
0: if you ever want to launch a podcast, get, just drunk, get drunk with, with someone,
1: person. and then you'll start a podcast. Get drunk with someone. It was so terrible. Mads and I were eating truffle chips the entire episode because we were so it's, drunk. It's but a it disaster. Was, That's okay, though. <laughs> it's it was so silly. I yeah, love but that.
2: now you guys have practiced, practiced, practiced. You, uh, you, the, our first episode was horrific. Yikes. It was bad.
0: Okay, so what is the premise of the podcast for those who don't know?
2: Yeah, it's kind of a medley. It's, it's a medley of, you know, doctors and skin experts and uh, scholars and writers and authors and all different kinds of people that are interesting. It doesn't matter how many followers they have, just interesting people that have interesting perspectives while also, you know, giving Michael, in my opinion, it's definitely not an interview show. I would we have interviews but Michael and I also try to provide as much value as we can as well Um, you know there's a lot of solo episodes it's it's like a a, a bag of checks Mix you know you never know what you're going to pull out we always want to keep the audience guessing Um, but the brand of it is is definitely you know tangible advice that people can apply to their own life it has to be that I definitely
0: take away take that away from it it's Ye- and what I like about it is, yeah, your guests are so wide there's such a wide range of interests and industries, and it's not necessarily people I would find otherwise or learn about otherwise. yeah, but then you I've put come across on your relatable spin to it, and it really it really works. good. I'm glad that's it.
1: exactly what we want, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I agree with everything Master just said. So I've been listening to him and her, I think from since the beginning. Uh, the oh whole God. way through I'm sorry no <laughs> yeah. it's my favorite podcast <laughs> thank you wait, oh let's talk about woo for play wait Woofer wait play. wait oh, I want to talk sorry. one more question about oh, a podcast yes. let's say someone's listening and they're really interested in starting a podcast or they just started and they're figuring out the landscape what's a good tip you could give them to kind of motivate them to keep going I oh, have they already launched the podcast
2: or do they want to launch a podcast
1: let's say they want to launch a podcast
2: just launch it go get the equipment and launch it mm-hmm. and do it and then do it again the week after and the week after and the week after and the week after Consistency and and, and just keep doing it.
0: Yeah. You've, s- you've said that like launch fast and adjust. adjust. Yes. Yeah. And my you husband taught me
2: that I'm not the best at that. I'm I'm a perfectionist. I want it how I want it. I have such a clear picture in my head. And if it doesn't come out, which it never does the way that's in my head, I get very frustrated. But I have learned that I have to constantly keep putting myself out there to really evolve and scale a brand, um, so I would say just put it out there, launch, get the equipment. Um, you know, st- stop making every excuse in the world to yourself, like we all do. Mm-hmm. By the way, human nature, we all do that, um, and just put yourself out there. We and not everyone's so going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did launch and fast because I launched like, really, really fast.
0: Yeah. And and that's something I always admired. But that's you, I, I'm like
1: balls to the wall when I have an idea. Scott I go like, in a hundred. Scout was like, I will leap
0: and the, the net will appear. And yes. I'm just like, I'm more of a more of a pra- pragmatic perfectionist kind of. I like to think through things. But that that advice kind of reminds me of um, Facebook's motto, like fail fast. And. That's what I say
1: fail as many times as you can because the more times you fail, the closer you get to success.
0: And it's just like it's reiteration. It's reiteration. It's like, okay, great. That didn't work. Okay, next. And I think you do that
1: really well. I have gone through so many different iterations of my career because I started a magazine and we sold it in Barnes & Noble. I started a blog. I sold my magazine and founded a women's media site. I did a podcast and now I feel as if this at this point in my life, I finally honed into my medium and my medium is podcasting and that's the world I want to go 150 percent in. And so I kind of whenever I get an idea, I just I go crazy and I have to launch immediately.
2: That's good. That's the entrepreneur in you. Yeah. I mean, I would keep constantly putting yourself out there over and over and over. And it's, and not even looking at it as a failure. Like I don't, I don't even give it one speck of energy if anything I failed on. Like it's just, it's, it's bo- It's a boring conversation to me when someone asks me my failures and I get asked this a lot. I honestly like have to think about it really hard because I don't yeah. even like look at it like that. It's just part of the process. Everything leads
1: you to the next thing. Yeah. 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 You shouldn't
0: categorize it or label it as a failure. It's a a growth opportunity. And if you – I mean, you obviously have a very deep growth mindset, and that's something that, you know, takes a long time for people to understand about themselves and learn and – it's essentially seeing failures as growth opportunities and kind of just relabeling them as such. It's so
1: Tony Robbins. Oh my God. So, so Mads. Much. Okay. Can you like I'll convert Mads real quick? Mads thinks that Tony Robbins is a cult. I think it's a cult. Can you please <laughs> tell her no? It
2: probably is, but it's, it's like, it's the cult. best cult. It's I, I love Tony Robbins. I'm obsessed it's with it. It's probably, him. I know what you're saying though. It is a little culty. All I know about it is I saw him on the Kardashians. No, go go home tonight and watch okay. I Am
1: Not Your Guru. Yes, watch it on... I've, okay, I have told her Please, this is so this many he times. He goes in front of stadiums so, and like, makes
2: them chant back Just, just watch that. Just okay. watch, watch the documentary. And then okay. read okay. Awaken the Giant Within. Yes. And it will yes. change
1: your life. You, I'm not kidding, Matt. So Mads does this thing where if I tell her to do something, <laughs> she won't do it. But then if somebody else tells her to do something, she does it immediately. It sounds like
2: my sister. So I just
1: need to like funnel my opinions through third parties to get her. I do that to all the time. To her. <laughs>
2: it's a quick manipulation <laughs>
1: okay okay i feel i i watch will, that show tonight i'll t- do it e-
2: even i also have awaken the giant within on uh audio
1: and just listen to it. it
2: all the time yeah he's unbelievable
1: i saw him at um he went to ucla oprah's super soul session and i saw him and my friend wanted to leave early because her kid we had to go pick up her kid and i was like the
2: kid needs to uber
1: i was like i can't i I was like i cannot leave early this is crazy it was the most uh, remarkable experience you came back a changed woman oh yeah
2: for me when i went to his event i wasn't even looking at at the material i was looking around and being like for someone to create this kind of community Mm -hmm. this is a very special person so for me, I was more examining his formula, his uh, his business, the way he runs his business, like he, the the way he's had these people be soldiers. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, in, in, he's so influential to so many people. He's doing something really special. Mm-hmm. He's like an Oprah, but a guy. Um and his energy, it, there's so much charisma. And for me, that's like the number one quality that I look for in people is charisma. Oh, I love that. And Tony Robbins has some of the, I mean, it's, he's like has Kennedy charisma. Mm. He really does. You yeah. can't look away. And you can't look away. And so that to me, I was like, I just, to go to an event is not even about just self-improvement. For, as a business owner, to look what he's built is just, it's fucking nuts.
1: Okay, I want to talk about community a little bit because you just mentioned it. And community for you is one of the most important pillars to the Skinny Confidential. Um, You pride yourself on answering pretty much everybody, engaging people, talking to them, really getting to know your readers. So what does community mean to you and, and how can one cultivate a community like you have?
2: I always tell people if you have 10 followers, concentrate on them. Stop going to look for more.
1: I need I need to take that
0: advice. If yeah. you have
2: one follower, concentrate on that follower. The mistake everyone is making, not everyone, I'm saying the mistake um, people make with community is they don't look at what they have. They look at what they want. I would look at just what's in front of you. Nurture what's in front of you. They will go out and tell people. You. You can't neglect what you already have it's kind of like Michael and I practice stoicism and if you're living in a house right now and say it's like a three-bedroom house and you're constantly like I can't wait till I move to a mansion I can't wait till I move to a five-bedroom house I can't wait you know till I get a backyard with a pool you're never living in the moment of what you have and it's the same with with a community it's like You have to nurture the community when it's at 10 people because then it's going to go to 100 people and then you have to nurture the 100 people because if you don't nurture the 100 people, then you're not going to nurture the 500,000 people. You're always going to want more. It's never going to be enough. And I, I can tell you, I've talked to people with millions of followers. It's never enough. Even it's never enough. So you have to really just appreciate what's in front of you and engage with what's in front of you and and not in a fake way in a way that's that's meaningful and purposeful um and that I think is how you grow a community and it really is I think that simple and you have to it's another thing is it's not something that you can do once a week right Mm -hmm. something I've taken totally I've put a cognitive effort to take an hour in the morning and an hour at night, at least two hours a day, DMing. I can't get to every single thing, but I get to as much as I can possibly get to to engage. I mean, there's some people that I've watched get married and and have babies and, you know, we share tips and tricks and I've made friends with some of these people. It's really cool. And I think that that's how you grow a community is focusing on what you have, not what you want.
0: That's so impactful. It reminds me... Um, I remember I was talking to our stepdad, and I, I was just like, oh, I just want
2: all the money in the world, so I don't
0: have to think about things. And he was like, no, you don't, because watch. I know people who have, like, huge boats, and then once they get those boats, they're like, okay, wait, I need a 150-foot boat. And it just never stops. Oh, I want a private jet now. Oh, I want that. Like, it just – and it, I don't know why. I, I And in my core, I knew that principle. But for some reason, just him saying it, I was
2: like, so right stoicism man But it puts everything in perspective it's not like a religion or anything it's just it's a philosophy it's put everything in perspective for me if you're not happy with what you have right now you're never going to be happy with what you have in five years and ten years it's never going to be enough and that's a self-practice that you have you know whether you meditate or whatever you do you have to sit with yourself and really think about um and it's hard, especially if you're – I'm very anxious. I have a lot of anxiety. And so I can see how people can look into the future, be anxious with what they have right now. But if you can just try to put it in perspective that what you have right now could be enough. Is is, is enough right now. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. I it's think it's also expressing. You also have
1: to like – you have to like the game. Like you can't – you can't want the destination. You have to like the journey. Like if I had all the money in the world – I would bet you a million dollars I would still be working because I love the oh, game. Yeah, of course. You
2: have to like the game because business is, in my opinion, the hardest, most difficult sport in the world. It's a, it's sport. And mm. you have to like the process of of the game. I mean, I'm addicted to the process. I'm obsessed. So and am I. I. I, can, I can spot you as an entrepreneur because that, you know, even if I always like tell Michael, I'm like, even if you were t Pickens, I'd still be working. Yeah. You know, i would still yeah, working. Same. I I love I love the process. Mm-hmm. Um so you have to become addicted to that, I think. Absolutely. And I think one thing that's helped me and Scout
0: is expressing gratitude. We we have a gratitude practice where just every morning you just list out five things you're grateful for. It could be something so small and, and it varies for me. It can be the coffee I'm drinking in the morning or it can be my boyfriend and how supportive he was. Like it's just Really sitting down and taking, and you could just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's more impactful when you write it down because it is speaking into existence and it's actually tangible. And by creating that daily practice, it just—it—it it has given me a lot of just presence and just saying like, look how fucking great my life you know is. What? I like, think I think I'm a, at the point right
1: your, now where I can confidently say I fucking love my life. And do I have way bigger ambitions and goals to complete? A hundred percent. But where I'm at right now, I, everything is lined up for me and I'm so grateful for that, even though there's still things I want to do. So you could have both. You can be content with where you are in life and still have goals to push yourself even further.
2: Totally. That's, I mean, I think that's a recipe for success. It's like you want more, you want more, but you're also content with where you're at. And what's cool is really anyone can do that. You can anyone can create their own future if they want it bad enough. And especially with the Internet right now. And that's pretty powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Okay, Great transition. Woo for play. Oh, yes. (laughs) Coming back. Woo for play. Not my product. My husband's That's product. That's fine. but just I, I always know have to clarify that because people are like is that a skinny confidential product? Not a skinny confidential product. <laughs> disclaimer. It's a coconut oil lube that my husband and his partner so I I mean, I guess my husband and I started using coconut oil lube a long time ago. Same, I use coconut oil. It's the best. It is the best. It is the best. I and so we used it. Oh, oh my god. My god it is out.
1: literally the best and thing you, in the like, world. And you like get your
2: healthy fats and it's great. <laughs> And it, if, and it
1: keeps it you from getting in? yeast infections and UTIs. I you're mean. not
0: supposed to do it with a condom,
2: though. No, you can't do it with a condom. Oh, well, I yeah. don't use condoms. Okay, Yeah. Just, so we're good. Just so you know. if you don't use condoms. I don't use condoms. Yeah, you, you're not supposed to do it with a condom. Okay, great. I didn't know that. Yeah, no coconut it, oil Yeah, with a it um, decreases the effectiveness of a condom. Ooh, that is great to know. Yeah, yeah. Dislabor. Yeah. So Woo for Play is their company. It's, it's a coconut oil lube and uh they love it i love it everyone loves it it's, <laughs> everyone uh, it's loves got beeswax it. vanilla essence stevia a little coconut oil and it's all edible organic. right it's edible Damn. can eat it like it suck it fuck it Amazing. it's great yeah it's, best it's so good I okay, I we gotta it. get
1: some i know we gotta get some we should
2: have gotten some for valentine's day i'll send you guys some Ooh, you can give me yes. your address yeah you can Ooh. bring it home as a late v-day gift oh An i love, love
1: it i love it yeah because we use coconut oil <laughs> And it's the best. He'll like Wu too. Okay, cool. Sounds good.
0: (laughs) Okay. Talk to us just about the evolution of the skinny confidential itself. Like where, what was your initial like mission and value set? And then how did that evolve over time?
2: It's definitely for the girl who's creating her own future in any circumstance. So it's almost like a girl that, wants to be the best version of her and she's doing everything she can in every area of her life to constantly be improving, not be the best, just be the best version of herself. And I look at it as, as a resource for that. You know, it's, it's not just my tips and tricks. It's all sort of a plethora of all different, you know, supermodels, actresses, influencers, all kind of wrapped in one and, and, and tied up in a pretty package, um, delivered in a very cute, cheeky way. I
1: love it i first found the skinny confidential through adam and he showed it to me and i and i didn't really think twice because i used to hate the color pink so i was like i don't as think you
2: sit in black i love it so i know much. right i was like we, we only we wear, wear black, black. I, I like was, that so i was like i, don't, I like that it's i was like i don't
1: think the, the blogs for me and then i was working at an italian deli as a cashier and it was such a slow night and i picked up my phone And the Skinny Confidential popped up. And I kid you fucking not, I read the Skinny Confidential for three hours straight. The next day I signed up. I know, I'm not kidding. The next day I signed up for fitness classes. I went and I got a straightener and a hair curler and learned how to do my hair. What? I'm not kidding. My whole (laughs) life, I quit cigarettes. What? I'm not kidding. This was all because I was bored at work <laughs> and I just started reading the Skinny Confidential. I feel like you need
2: to come on the blog and do a post on how you quit cigarettes after you read the Skinny Confidential and what the steps you took were. Okay that's yeah. wild. Yeah for, that's a good post. Yeah I'll do it. I've never done a post like that. You I'll gotta come on and yeah. talk about how you quit cigarettes and what you replaced it with. For sure. Like were you chewing on a spicy sunflower seed like we need specific. No
1: I was working out.
2: That's all you did. Work out and eat healthy. Okay. You gotta come on and do a post Whoa. to with wow. cigarette.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Scats. See, I but mean- that's
2: that's makes me feel so good because that's exactly what I set out to do. It's like talking to a girl that, that wants to be the best version mm-hmm. of herself. And and that's really I mean, it's it's not trying to be someone else or trying to be me or trying to be a celebrity or whatever it is. It's just trying to be you, but but the best version. Mm-hmm. And I think that 2019 is about that. I think people are over trying to emulate other people. I think people are realizing like, you know what? I'm going to own my ass or I'm going to. Great. Yeah. I I look good. Like (laughs) I'm going to get all dewy and like, you know, (laughs) and I love that. I'm about that. Yeah. You're very dewy. I
0: mean, you are. Oh
2: my God. You are a dewy
0: princess. Yes.
2: dewy princess so i will take it <laughs> if i was a barbie i'd love to be called dewy barbie that's oh perfect. my god that's unbelievable I know, so
0: scout and i don't know one thing about makeup we're no, very I'm perplexed sorry we're not wearing highlight. makeup right now great right now thank you we're very very perplexed by highlight i can see okay, it on your face though now you're
1: perplexed by highlight i like highlight i have i don't understand you always it. like group me into these things oh, <laughs> like i have nothing to do with it
2: <laughs> you sorry. both look dewy to me
1: Oh, we're probably because we're schwitzy. Yeah. yeah, we're
2: schwitzing. Oh, I I'd love a schwitz. Okay. <laughs> I love it.
0: Um, okay, one other question I wanted to ask is um I actually ran into you at Alfred Coffee and you were like, Oh, I've been on a social media break or something. And I thought that was super I mean, honorable and, and great, and you know your self boundaries and, and you're very self aware. So talk to us about the importance of that um because it is your business. So how do you decide to do that and when and how long and and do you recommend it?
2: Well, I definitely recommend to know your boundaries. I also recommend to push your boundaries. There's like a fine line. I was putting myself online every single day, seven days a week for eight years. And now it's like you you want a commercial break, right? You want to give your audience a commercial break. It's you can't it's seven days a week, 8,000 Instagram stories every single day. Listen, I'm uh, about I the 8,000 Instagram stories, I love it, but at the same time, there's got to be a commercial break where you recharge. I mean, for me, this is uh, this is talking in my own opinion, um, especially because I plan on putting my life online for you know, who knows? I mean, it could be 50 years, I don't know how long I'm going to put my life online, but for a long time. So in knowing that there needs to be a commercial break, you know, and I also think you know there is twenty percent offline that people, that's that's mine, and and that's that's kind of how I am as a person. I told you earlier, I'm a total perpetual overshare, and you know what you see is what you get. But at the same time, like I also am an introvert in a weird way, so I think that that it's important to honor uh the different sides of you and and for me like sometimes you know twice a month I just need a blackout I just need a break I need to take the makeup off and not that I wear makeup every single day because I definitely don't but I just need to like just be in sweats and look homeless and have no makeup on and yeah Yeah. you know that's just (laughs) no but yeah no you yeah turn the personality off like it it just like go silent even sometimes I just like to be silent I remember that Brian uh, Austin Green said that him and Megan Fox were divorcing because she wouldn't talk to him for days. Like she would just go silent. Whoa. Whoa. Like wouldn't speak for like five days. I could do that. And which is weird because you think I'm such a talker. Mm -hmm. I can be with Michael and not talk for like days. Like I I related to her on that, which is so weird because you wouldn't think that. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to be. I can't explain it. You just, yeah, I just no. don't want to talk. I don't want to be on. I, I just want to be. I mean, I, you might be an
0: ambivert like me, which means you're both an extrovert and an introvert. And you have qualities
1: of both sides. That's how... Because, I'm a full-blown introvert. Yeah.
0: Like, I am very loud and expressive and lively. And people automatically think I'm
1: an extrovert. But I
0: love to be alone. I yeah, you're Yeah, you're definitely
1: both. I'm definitely both. And... I have to, like, push myself on the podcast. It's weird that this is my medium because I am such an introvert. But I do have to push myself because, well, you know what? No, I'm good in, like, three or four people. But when you kind of push it a little bit higher and then they're, if they're not, like, my core people, I get exhausted. I get weird. That's I get what anxiety. They, that's what they say
2: an introvert is and an extrovert. They say an introvert gets the energy sucked by them when yes. they hang out with people. But mm-hmm. an extrovert gets, gets energized yeah. Yeah. yeah it's interesting i'm like a yeah i'm a very you're interesting m- blend of both you're a hybrid you're yeah, probably a hybrid. hybrid too i have no idea i just know that i could relate to megan yeah. <laughs> like don't talk As to me for know. five days michael <laughs> um
0: okay we can't let you leave without saying what is your favorite skincare product right now we're like or i am a skincare enthusiast and i love all of your posts about skincare and i just like eat that shit up so
2: what are you obsessing over right now in terms of the skincare realm mm. I try so many products, and I only put like ten percent on my social media, which it sounds crazy because I put a lot of skincare on my social media. But I'm really specific with with what I like. I would say, I, I have to give three. I can't help it. Okay, Vintner's Daughter oil. Okay, it's non negotiable. It is interesting. You put it on at night. I put step? it on at night. Um, last step, and it's the smell. What's in it? It's it's all. Fresh and delicious, and smells good. And I put it down my neck, and it, you wake up still dewy, which is mm-hmm. a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hundred and eighty dollars, which I normally don't recommend that expensive of skin products, but this one's good. W-
0: what specifically have you seen results from that? What's the next day
2: I wake up and I'm so dewy okay. still that I could go put makeup on and it would be glowing through. Like I, it stays on your skin. Okay,
0: okay. okay. I also, like doing.
2: Yeah, you. This is. I would definitely get the vintner. I'm not sponsored by them. I just love it. Yeah. Um, mixed with a silk pillowcase though. Don't uh, don't even think yes. about putting good skincare on and laying on a cotton pillowcase Ooh, No, I yeah. am you gotta doing gotta that wrong. Order <gasps> it right
1: away. Also, Scout, we have curly hair. Yeah,
2: you, you gotta, have to get a silk. Oh my
1: god, no one's told me this. You never told me this. What? You've never told me that. Yeah, oh, you curl, need a silk, especially
2: pillowcase. for curly hair girls. Yeah. It's not like even oh. it's not even like um a thought you have to yeah, yeah. okay you, you have to. to every girl should have a silk, po- silk pillowcase yeah okay it's yeah. happening got yeah. it i i just bought like a new i bought at like, the wash like everything yeah. and we don't want our dog's hair to be looking bad there we go <laughs> good point good point my dog <laughs> i mean lives on a silk pillowcase oh so a God. silk pillowcase um definitely dr dennis gross it's the blue tub I, I love He is products. saving my life. Yeah. My acne was tub? so bad. It's like a hyaluronic acid oh, okay, cream. It lays under makeup beautifully. That's another great. thing. If I'm going to use a product during the day and it doesn't lay under makeup, forget it. Yeah, it's right. got to lay under makeup and it's got to enhance the makeup and oxygenize it. Is that oh, the word? Oh. Oxygen? I we like can make it, it a word. Make it like... Uh, I can't... Ex- it needs to yeah, be... Uh, to breathe uh, yeah, it needs to breathe under the makeup and... and um, Give the makeup an oomph, not make the makeup look crackled. Like, mm-hmm. it's got to be the right finish. Okay, so, great. I would recommend that one. And then, I'm really loving Dr. Lancer's products right now. Mm. He gave me a bunch to try. And and he does, like, Victoria Beckham, Oprah. I can see why he does all the celebrities. And his products um are results-oriented. So... Whereas the vintner's daughter is like, you're gonna get results. This is more like Dr. Lancer's products are more like for hyperpigmentation an and axi- axi- specific issues. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's up, that's at up my alley. Uh, Dr. Doc- Dr. Lancer's amazing. Okay. Um, I serum. really like his um, retinol. It's like a it's like a corrective serum, and then he has a vitamin C. That's awesome. Amazing. Uh, I could go on and on I about know, skincare. Right. Though. I can't stop with skincare. <laughs> you guys I have a me. weird relationship with it because
1: Mad sent me a list of all these things to buy, and I went out and bought everything, and then I started breaking out more, and then I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then I so then I stripped back, but then I was still breaking out, and I keep and i'm afraid to buy products because i'm just buying them to try them and then they don't work and then i
2: i would put you on all the same brand. I wouldn't do 10 different brands. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would do all Dr. Dennis Gross for you. Okay. And i i would do a silk pillowcase and i would wash the silk pillowcase 3 times a week. Okay. And I would take your phone off your face. Okay. Like don't even put your phone to your face ever. Okay. Um and even washing what? your glasses. Because it's laying on your face all the time. Even the microphone up to your face. Like all these different things that you're not yeah, thinking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Pulling wait, why, your hair why, off your face.
1: Wait, why your phone to your face? Because it's you're like so much bacteria. Right here, it's like oh, chilling on Oh, I see your what cheek. you're saying. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. And maybe that's why I've got this situation going on. I would take the phone off the face. To, and plus, who wants the phone by the ear? We don't need that radiation. Yeah, no, we're done. No, we don't, no, we're we're don't done need that radiation. radiation. No, I don't like the radiation. Coming back to the radiation. Whenever my dad's on the phone, I'm like, Ew! <laughs>
0: Also, I love. I I heard you talk about how you like will not go in the sun. Never. Yeah, you I really just, will I not go that in the so sun. So much. You were like, no. like you wear like, like ski like, masks. Walking
2: to your car. You won't go. Why would Why would I put myself in an aging situation every single day? <laughs> no, I'm with it you. So much. I just wouldn't. I mean, listen to each their own. Yeah, every, this is the thing do you whatever yeah. that looks like do you I don't want to go in the sun I think I get yeah. enough incidental sun exposure yeah. from walking to my car into this podcast like we just I, I just don't want to be I in the love sun it. no okay oh,
0: last
1: th- oh my god I just have so many questions inulin
0: in- in- okay, okay so can we
1: say that Adam introduced me to inulin eight months ago
2: really Adam yeah look he at brought him. he brought it home mental.
1: he brought it home and we would mix it in our water like twice a day wow what is it digestive? and now he's like really upset because it's trendy and he's like i could have made this shit trendy adam he
0: gets so upset he was like i had all birds before and you had all birds like, i know
2: yeah okay, I adam know. and Devin should have created a sobel inulin yes. what a mess
0: god <laughs> wait so what is inulin i, no, I don't understand or what it's it is. it's an
2: artichoke root that was recommended to me by my girlfriend ingrid she actually makes it and the reason i like her inulin is because it's from europe it's not from United States so United States uses a lot of fillers usually this one's just pure inulin artichoke root and I like it in my coffee for lots of fiber and for intermittent fasting it's fantastic it really fills you up and satisfies you uh, you could also put it in bagels like we talked about um, you can put it in tea you can put it in smoothies you can put it kind of eggs and it doesn't taste like anything yeah it doesn't taste like anything nothing awesome it's just extra fiber Gets things going. Start small though. Start with a like a teaspoon and work your way up. Work out. your right yeah. Out. You don't okay. want to do, go in and try to. It's not. You'll feel bloated at first, mm-hmm. but it actually decreases the bloat after a while. Um, but just start with a teaspoon and work your way up. Okay.
0: Yeah. I need to get on that shit. Yeah, I have to get back on it. Yeah. I we're, like it a lot. I we're do. It bloated every day. princesses over here.
2: Yep. You know what? It's from food in the united states which is a whole no different podcast. it really is yeah. you're so right it's so frustrating Ugh. that's why i try to buy so much stuff off amazon uk that's oh. a good idea oh so, my god it's true it's like everything here has so much shit in it what, things, don't, hot, what a hot things, tip things that
1: are banned in europe are like just running rampant in the united states it's
2: crazy I, like i even i've been going to the farmer's market once a week getting all my groceries you don't even you eat a strawberry and there's 800 pesticides on it and not to get, you know, so into mm-hmm. that. It's like to each, again, to each their own. It's it's just we're eating so much shit that makes us bloated. At least for me, I was feeling bloated all the time. Yeah. Oh, That's we're with- me. Yeah. Perma
0: bloated. Perma yeah. bloated. We're on the we're on the path to Always to like three months out. pregnant with food. Constant. Constant.
1: Constantly. I, it's
2: American food. Let's yeah. move to Italy. I'm down.
1: I'm very down. Okay, <laughs> okay. You are unbelievable. Thank you. You're a ray of sunshine so thank much you for, for coming. You are Dewey
2: Barbie. Thank you. <laughs> you are Dewey Barbie. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it.
1: Okay, let if people are not following you for whatever weird reason, <laughs> let everybody know where they can find you. At
2: the Skinny Confidential and the Skinny Confidential Him and Her and the Skinny Confidential blog. Perfect. And, and you y- can find us at OKSys Podcast.
0: Thanks, sisters. Love you. Bye.